In Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, Alhamdulillah, na'ahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihi al-kareem amma ba'd. We express our praise and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala, to Him, and we seek blessings upon the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now there's uh, probably some of us in this room who are interested in some other topic that is directly connected to me that I won't be able to speak about right now at the request of the hosts, the wonderful hosts, uh, but we can speak about that off stage, inshallah. But the only point I'll make in relationship to that, it, which will also be a lead-in to, to uh, my, my brief remarks, is that the work that we do in the service of our Creator and the work that we do in the service of our community should be driven by two things that are essentially one and the same. Number one, the fact that you and I will be standing before Allah Ta'ala alone. And number two, they should be driven by love for the Creator, for His Prophet, peace be upon Him, and for the community, right? And so with that, on this topic that many people might be interested in, my request instead is that you make dua for everyone involved, the people that are at the center, and the people who are around, and remember also that Allah Ta'ala is the one who controls all affairs and He is just and merciful. So having said that, uh, my goal here is to more, my, my topic is to speak about the religiousness of activism or how activism doesn't define your religiousness. Uh, and in expressing this, I'm going to sort of summarize what, what our, our excellent colleagues have, have mentioned. And first and foremost, this first point that I mentioned, always, always, always remember that you and I each individually alone will be standing before Allah on the Day of Judgment. Okay? You all know that. We've been taught that in every single Sunday school class. We've been taught in every single full-time Islamic school class. All the angry man khutbahs, every single one of them have mentioned to us that we will be facing Allah Ta'ala on the Day of Judgment. But take a moment to imagine your judgment. Okay? Take a moment to imagine that moment where you're being called on your name, called by your name. Uh, are you going to be called uh, Colin or Abdul Malik or Michael? Allah Ta'ala knows best. Sure. Uh, I, I, I like teasing Abdul Malik and I go way back. Uh, he's one of my favorite people in the entire world, mashallah. So <clears throat> the point is, I want you to take a moment and imagine that, and imagine that as something that is more real than the fact that you're sitting here right here. Because okay. even right here, we have some veils that are preventing us from seeing everything. There will be no veil between you and true reality on that day. Okay. And then are you able to answer for the choices that you made in your life, knowing full well that every single one of us has fallen short in some, in some cases, and in some cases knowing that many, uh, many of us, if not all of us, have asked for forgiveness, and knowing that we have tried to fulfill what is an obligation, tried to fulfill what is also recommended. But if you lose sight of that, you will lose sight of the destination. Okay. So what am I saying? That your activism as well as your prayers both have exactly the same destination. Okay. Your activism is not simply for leaving a legacy in this world because you and I know that this world was more temporary than a castle made of sand at the edge of the shore. Okay. And then from there, having been around, having grown up in Chicago, uh, the things that I've observed over the generations, many of us on this panel, mashallah, are, are, are the same age. I think I'm the oldest geezer on the panel. But the point to think about is all we've witnessed over, over the years. One thing that I find very fascinating about our sisters who are running AAFS, those are the right initials, yeah, uh, is that they're still able to smile. Because what you find in so many of our activists is that 10 years into it, 20 years into it, they get withered. 
They become shells of themselves. And pick your topic, whether your topic is Palestine, whether your topic is gender, whether your topic is, is uh, uh, police violence, whether your topic is even taking care of the mosque. If your activism is driven by something other than love, you will be frowning. You will become a withered, angry, broken person. And so think about this when we imagine the Prophet, may peace be upon him, that uh, Abdul Malik also mentioned reading through the Shama'il literature. This is the literature that describes how did the Prophet, peace be upon him, look? How did he conduct himself with people? What was his smile like? That when he sat in a room, he was the most beautiful person in the room, you couldn't stop looking at him. Or that when he would walk, he would walk faster than all of us. Or that his hair was neither too long nor too short, he was neither too tall nor too short. Now why am I saying this? Because when you and I think of the Prophet, peace be upon him, we don't quite think of all the different narrations of hadith. We think of this person who is standing in front of us, this real person standing in front of us. One of the joys I, re I love about reading those narrations, the very first narration in, in that collection is by Anas bin Malik. And what is his story? His parents said, you're going to go serve. His mother said, you're going to go serve the Prophet, peace be upon him. He's living in the Prophet's house, watching everything. And then he gets asked, tell me about the Prophet, peace be upon him. And so now imagine the moment. It's bittersweet, but it's definitely sweet. And he's thinking back, you know, and he's describing him. And think about how you and I speak about people we love. Okay? We think of them with fondness. Now take that point a step further. That is exactly how he felt towards his companions. That is exactly how he felt towards his family, okay? which is especially important because of what's going to take place next week in Ashura. And then that's exactly how he felt about you and I. And I'll give you a proof of that, a proof that the Prophet, peace be upon him, had that type of love for you and I. The type of love when you're worried about someone, when you're worried about someone's well-being, that you can't help but to pace back and forth. And this is if you open up the ninth surah of the Quran, and the very second to the last ayah, this is ayah 128 of surah 9. This was very important for me when I was going through very dark periods of darkness. And what does it say? I'll give you the paraphrased translation, that Allah Ta'ala has raised a messenger from among yourselves, and it is very heavy on him when you're suffering. Okay. And so what am I saying, my beloved brothers and sisters? That when we speak about the Prophet, our default is to speak about love, and that must be what derives, what drives your activism. If it is something other than love, sometimes it's anger. There is righteous anger. The Prophet, peace be upon him, did express anger. Omar, definitely the one I'm named after, expressed anger in righteousness. But the overall disposition has to be love. If it's anger, you will burn out. If it's the goal of fame, you will lose your way. Okay. But if it is love, driven by love for Allah, driven by love for his beloved, the Habib, the Prophet, peace be upon him, and those whom he loved, meaning the companions, the family, and all of us, then, inshallah, with the Day of Judgment, with love, you're both going to have focus, and you're going to have fuel. Going back again to our sisters here, I made the point that I find it fascinating that they keep smiling. Because what they didn't share, you know, they said that they both worked on this so hard, they worked on this together, they worked on all these projects. But, as Sister Rahima mentioned, I'm sure they faced a thousand people saying, no, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, you're wrong, you're women, blah, 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 blah. And still they persisted. That was probably not the wrong, the right quote that sounded like. Hillary Clinton. Anyway, so the point that I'm making, my beloved brothers and sisters, is that the second point is you must be driven by love. Now, 
Uh, Abu Malik and Sister Rahima also mentioned the hadith of Abu Sa'id al-Khudri. And all of us have heard it. We always speak of it in the context of activism. And once again, if you see something wrong, if you see a munkar, change it with your hand. If not, change it with your, your tongue. If not, change it with your heart. And one point to think about. We said that the destination is the day of judgment, but how can I see the destination? That is only if my heart is pure. So the first direction to aim that hadith is towards your own heart, towards the condition of your iman. Meaning, if you see something wrong within yourself, change it with your hands. Change it with action. And if not, change it with your tongue, which is what? Dua. Which is what? Adhkar. Uh, uh, recitation of the names of Allah or the eyes of the Quran or, or whatever it might be prescribed for you. And if not, at least change it with your heart. The yearning that you have that I wish I didn't have this weakness. That for whatever reason I can't bring myself to speak about it with my tongue to the Creator. And whatever, whatever the reason is, I don't have the willpower to do anything before it. Why is that important? Because that is where my intentions are located. If my heart is sound, my intentions will be sound. If my heart is not sound, if it is covered in black, my intentions will be skewed. Which then means my actions will be skewed, which then means my activism, my character will be skewed. If my heart is sound, then inshallah, we're gonna have a straight line. Starting from my heart, ending in the day of judgment, and in between, being driven by love. And so those are my simple suggestions. My beloved brothers and sisters, when we get into the Q&A, we can talk further. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.